This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 19. Learning's my favorite. Welcome back. I am Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend and co-host, who's on her phone right now, probably doing a story about me, my friend, my (laughs) idol, my co-host. Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca Proudfit. Hello, everyone. And I am indeed taking a video because Bex has the giggles. And oh, there it goes. And I just needed to capture it. Okay, well, we have a show to record. Oh my gosh, my head. All right, so we are really stoked that you are here. We always feel that way. We don't mean that flippantly ever, ever, because we really, truly have hearts full of gratitude and thankfulness that you keep coming back. Keep on Even when I back. get the giggles. We're shocked, quite honestly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We expect you to be here. That is the expectation. Okay. Roll and- call will happen now. <laughs> And you expect something good when you come here and when you listen. So that's what we are going to deliver. We're not going to let you down today. We're about to introduce you to our our guest today. But first, let's hear a word about this week's sponsor. I love a product that ties together home decor and bringing inspiration into our home through meaningful words. Spotted Owl Avenue was created accidentally by their owner, Holly, when a friend bought a laser wood cutter. Get this. So she jumped right in, learned design as she went, and we are so glad that she did. Spotted Owl Avenue has created a letter ledge, which I absolutely adore because it is large enough to be incorporated as a real statement piece in your home. It's available in 24 inches and 48 inches. There are customizable wooden letters, words, and decals that slide into the letter ledge, allowing you to create unique messages that look amazing in your home. Do you think that maybe I should make a letter ledge that says, please clean your room? Because that would be a message that would be super poignant in my home right now. Could work. I think so. You can find these amazing boards on Instagram at Spotted Owl Avenue. And of course, we wouldn't leave you without a discount. Our listeners are all getting the chance to get 10% off of a Spotted Owl Avenue's letter ledge by using the code Becky10 at checkout. Are you guys ready to get some wisdom today? Because I sure as heck am. And I am am so excited about our guest today. But I'm going to let BH introduce her. Ooh, let me. Yes. I love Laurie Peacott. I love her because she is a fine human being. And among all of the talents that she has, the girl is a flipping smarty pants. I feel like flipping is a softer word than the alternative. The other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that makes it sound like I say the other word. She says the other word. <laughs> no, no, the word is freaking. I would never say the other alternative word. The other, other alternative word. <laughs> Do we need to start over? No. Okay, all right. Fine. So what I'm trying to say is I love Laurie, and she's really, really smart. And so what better topic for Laurie to talk about than what we're going to do? So if you don't know who Laurie Picot is on the team, she is our digital manager. So she is pretty much a rock star at all of the things that have anything to do with digital and the app version also of Project Life. So welcome, Laurie, to the show. Thanks, friends. I'm we excited to be so here. so happy that you're here. So we are going to be talking about something that Laurie has put a lot of thought into because it's near and dear to her heart because she is not just smart naturally, but she works at it. She's a girl who loves learning. And, and so that's what we're going to talk about. And we're excited to learn 
more about how to implement lifelong learning into our lives. So yeah, how do you want to kick things off with this conversation, Laurie? Well, I think I'll start with telling you a little bit of my backstory of how I came to work for Becky because it ties into the topic. Perfect. So I actually graduated with a degree in nursing, and I was a pediatric oncology nurse for about seven years. And then I um, was pregnant with our second baby and knew that some things had to change in our life, and I needed to make our family more of a priority. Mm -hmm. And um, right around that time was the time that I was diving into a new hobby of digital scrapbooking, and I was learning all of the things. And because of that, that led me to a job in the digital scrapbooking industry. And it was something I never saw coming. I was all things medical. And here I was with this new job opportunity where I was doing a hobby. I got to say something. I don't think anyone who has ever been involved in the scrapbooking industry ever saw that job coming in their lives. Right. Isn't that such a funny <laughs> thing about this, that, and I was going to say this industry, the, the industry that we live and breathe around here in terms of memory keeping, I think most of us who've ever worked in it would be like, yeah, I did not see that in my future because it sort of like came out of nowhere and then into a lot of our laps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's so, okay. So then you get this job in the digital scrapbooking arena. Yeah. And so I was learning a bunch of things about Photoshop and I don't have a degree in graphic design. And I met Becky through this job and eventually came to work for her. And so from there, I've just learned even more and more about different programs I never would have used. And it was just kind of awesome to look back and say, see, that's something that I took as a hobby and was able to turn it into a career to support my family. Mm-hmm. Which is so cool. I love that. Why do you think that it's important to be a lifelong learner? Because I think that, I think that we all think that we're always learning, right? Mm-hmm. But I and think- we kind of touched on that in the episode overcoming discouragement. Amanda talked about that. That one of the yeah. indicators of happiness is being able to create, right? Being able to learn something new and to create something. And so I think the lifelong learning really plays into your overall well being as a, yes. as a well rounded human. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just the ultimate um, form of self-care, right? Mm, I mean, we always think of self-care as like Netflix and like taking a bubble bath, which is all great stuff. But when you're investing in yourself and you're learning new skills and new things, like you're really investing in your long-term well-being. I love the way you put that. That's I actually haven't thought of lifelong learning as a form of self-care. And now Mm -hmm. it's going to change my perspective. Yeah. I love that. It makes me want to just go learn everything now. Mm-hmm. I want to take care of myself and Thank learn goodness, all the things. You have so much extra time. Give <laughs> love. You just wait. By the Put end of this episode, good use. I feel like I'm going to be ex- inspired about something new that I can learn in a way that I can expand. And- well, like like she said, though, the beauty of learning is, and I think many people can speak to, when when you put yourself to the task of learning, sometimes it doesn't even matter specifically what you are learning. My husband, same thing, like you guys were talking about, kind of fell into the industry he's in mm-hmm. through a desire to learn and, and become better, and it just kind of happened to lead him in that direction. But it really would be applicable in anything in life, right? Mm-hmm. As you're learning 
the world opens up to you and you may end up in a completely different place that you never thought or expected or would have dreamed in a million years. Kind of like how I'm doing the podcast right this kinda very like, second. Kind of like that. Really? Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how much do we feel like we've been learning from just oh, becoming podcasters? For the love. <laughs> just from podcasters, but then also being part of the BH team. Kind mm-hmm. of like when Laurie, you know, came in to scrapbooking a world she didn't ever think she'd be in. Mm-hmm. Totally never thought in a million years it would be somewhere where I am. But I am no learning kidding. so much. And really, is there anything better than being surrounded by smart awesome women who are so strong and then being in that environment where we all help each other to learn. I mean, seriously, that to me is just the like best thing in life. And it's my favorite thing about podcasts is getting to meet strong, amazing women because we all have an offering, right? Yes. And learning from each other. Yeah. How cool is that? There are also many wonderful men right. in the world. I don't like them. No, I'm just kidding. We just happen to be on our team. We happen to all be female at the moment. Um, do you think that lifelong learning also is something that is kind of, I don't know how you view it, is like more of a stressful or more like it should be the opposite of that? What's your take on I think how li- that should look? I think lifelong learning is more of a stress relief for me personally. Um, so For example, last spring, I was going through a period of time where things were really stressful in my my home life, um, just with kids being busy Mm -hmm. and with work and with church and just all these things. And uh, so I just felt like I was being pulled in a million directions. But instead of taking a break from learning, I actually did the opposite. And I decided that I really had missed doing some online classes Mm. and spending some time on myself. So I enrolled in a doodling class of all things because I'm not a very good drawer, but I just thought this one might be fun. So I took a class from Rad and Happy and spent like 20 minutes a night just giving back to myself. And it was fun to focus on something different than what I was already doing. That's probably the key right there because if it is really something different, I mean, I think that all of us can say, including everyone listening, that whatever you're working on in your life, whether it's through your like actual profession or your family life or your volunteerism, everyone's always hopefully learning something. But it sounds like you intentionally chose something that would actually be a very different type of thing to learn than your usual grind of life. Exactly. Work and volunteerism and family and everything to do with that. Doodling, that's different. That's for you. That's I mean, I I can see how that would be actually a stress reliever. I've said actually like four times in a row. It's a word I'm working on not saying, guys. It's okay. I'm going to be better about it. I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to not say actually. That's a great learning tool. I love that. I just have my moment. And what's interesting, I think, as you bring up this point is maybe on the front end, sometimes when you bring up a topic of like learning new things, I mean, there have been so many times in my life where, like you said, I feel so overwhelmed that that literally is like the last thing I would want to do. Right. But then when you push through that and do it, even if it's something like doodling, it actually ends up being a stress reliever and helps you I can see that. optimize your time in other areas because it gives you that brain break that you need. Brain break. Hmm. Oh my gosh. We need that. In order for us to actually stay vibrant, I think, in our usual skill sets that we use, I do think that we need to give our brain a break. And sometimes that looks like shifting it. And sometimes brain breaks for us in our home, we call it debraining. And that is when we do watch a favorite show. 
that is when we just sit around and we're just we're either watching tv or we're just shooting the breeze or whatever those mm-hmm. are brain breaks to us but to shift and just put your brain in a different place like you did laurie with the doodling class which by the way i love tara oh she's Rodden amazing mm-hmm. she's it's so amazing. fun a little shout out to tara because mm-hmm. we love you anyway i love that so do you feel like when you are when you're learning and you're expanding your knowledge, that's that's really mostly for you, right? Or like, yeah. how, what's your view on? No, because I mean, not only do you feel re-energized because you've learned something, but you can actually take that knowledge and bless other people around you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your kids always need help with homework, and oh, that can, can I just be get like... an amen for any mother <laughs> out there me. who has a child? Now, I went to a great school. The homework that my kids in k through eight are doing little i don't understand (laughs) i don't know if i've completely forgotten the study of mathematics and grammar or if this is a completely new curriculum and discoveries have been made because seriously helping them with their homework i have had to listen to more like ted talks what's that little the online classroom seriously there was a time you guys i kid you not my kids transferred schools when um jameson was in fourth grade and he would bring home homework and need – he's much smarter than me, but he would need help. And I w- looked at it, and I was – I had no idea even what these words meant strung like, together. Good luck, son. <laughs> I, st- I kid you not, I attended school with him one day a week solely for the purpose of being able to help him with his grammar homework. Wow. Did Which it help? amazing. It, it actually amazing. was awesome. And I went, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to go do this. But by the end of the year, I well, I had learned a ton. I really yeah. enjoyed it because I was learning all this awesome stuff. But it really became a day that I cherished because I really felt like accomplished. Oh, More so yeah. than the other days of the week, I felt like, man, I learned so much. And not only that, I learned cool things, but I also learned skills to help a child who needed it. That makes right. a lot of sense. But well, keep at it, sisters. Homework is hard. It is hard. Yeah. And I feel like they're, what they're learning is so much more intense than yes, what I did for at that sure. age. I think so. Oh. And mm-hmm. and if you don't, if you're not using it, you totally lose it. Uh huh. Especially when it's for stuff sure. like math. So yeah, that is the darn truth. I used mm-hmm. to be pretty fluent in American Sign Language, and now, if somebody deaf came up to me and started mm-hmm. using their hands to speak, I'd be like, oh boy, oh hold on, slow down. Yeah. Wait, I I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I have lost. I've lost. I've lost that talent. Mm-hmm. I've lost piano playing talent. Mm-hmm. I've lost things that I don't utilize. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anyway, this is not a conversation <laughs> that makes us feel bad about the talents right. we've lost. <laughs> what else should we be thinking about with regards to the knowledge that we're gaining and how it could actually benefit not only ourselves, but others around us? Yeah. So you could think about uh, the skills that you learn and applying them to if you're helping at church or if you're helping in the PTA or you never know when a need arises and you have that skill set to mm-hmm. fill that need. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, um, I just feel like the more that we are learning and maybe reading about things around us, the more that we understand other people and we're able to better empathize with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Couldn't we all benefit from that? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What are some other things that learning helps with? It's just good for your health. How? How what? is it good for your health? <laughs> what? I thought Netflix and bubble bath and chocolate oranges were the optimum health. No? I, I am not going to um, disagree with any of those yeah. things either. But yeah, Which what do you mean all, by that? all good things. And but... by the way, I love that you're coming from, by the way, a nursing background. So yes. you actually have some like legitimate thought behind that. So right. you share. And not only that, I actually have a personal connection to this thought. Um, my grandmother had 
um, was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And so I, my early childhood memories of her before she passed away was seeing her struggle with this disease and going downhill and forgetting, you know, just the basic functions of life, even how to speak. And so there's been a lot of study um, on Alzheimer's and dementia and um, kind of preventing the onset of symptoms. And they've done a lot of study about um, if you keep your brain active Mm -hmm. and whether that's through learning or working or just multitasking, socializing, that the more reserve that your brain has so that if you are afflicted with that disease, your brain has that reserve so that those symptoms actually show up later than those people who weren't active with their brain. David and I have researched similarly and have found those same findings and it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that it doesn't have to be in your family history for you to be concerned about it. I think that everybody should be actively using their brains so that we can ward those things off. And also physical exercise, by the way, Mm -hmm. totally helps to um, keep those symptoms at bay a little bit longer. There's not a cure, unfortunately, for these diseases um, that we're talking about, but it absolutely helps to hold things back Mm -hmm. and keep them at bay. Right. And one study I was reading said, you know, it it could help as much as four years. And you think about four years, that's a long time, Mm -hmm. you know? That's a Mm -hmm. long time with your family. That's Mm -hmm. a long time. Yes. That's cool. Okay, guys, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. I just want to put it out there and I just want to know, what are some things that you have felt maybe even just in the past five to 10 years? Like what are some new, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but I disagree. So you old dogs, I want to hear about (laughs) what are some new tricks that you have learned? What are some new things you learned? I feel like the listener needs some ideas of what we're talking about. I can start and say... Coming um, with Becky and doing the podcast, becoming part of the BH brand has been a huge learning experience for me. Learning all kinds of different... What are you learning? I can't wait to hear. Becky is mentoring me currently (laughs) in the art of how not to make typos and emails. (laughs) Okay, that might be I am learning a good skill with editorial work. Learning that. I'm actually learning about, um, and I'm actually taking a class right now from Anna McFarland all about social media and engagement on social media and creating meaningful relationships, which totally goes back to the learning from other strong, smart people. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's been super fulfilling. Well, everyone has something to share too. Yeah, I mean, literally, I think uh, there's so much online content and online classrooms and things like that. But mm-hmm. I love, I didn't even know that you were taking that class. Yes, I am. I love that. Um, but I just, I think that to your point, I think we can really benefit from sharing it with each other. And we've, we talked about that before and I will yeah. never shy away from bringing that up that we, when we know that we have skills or talents they they're not meant for just us like you said even with the doodling okay so you can or cannot share your doodling skill set with your kids or with your friends or whomever but the fact that it benefits you mm-hmm. and it makes you a better version of yourself is still benefiting those around mm-hmm. you so the the sharing can be direct sharing or it can just be that you're letting that new skill set really come into your life and and improve your your whole life right. back to your question do you have an answer for her question? I have to think about this. Um, some ideas I thought about, it's because it doesn't have to be like 
big, right? You know, yes. I think that we always think that, oh, it must mean I have to get a degree in something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even just like trying a new recipe, yeah. are, you, are you learning something new in the kitchen? I remember Carrie from our team um, a few years ago, like I was really scared of like making bread. I just didn't hmm, think yeah. that I could handle like bread and yeast and it sounded really like phase. scary. Yep. But she taught me how to make bread and I've been doing it for a few years now and now my family is like that's always my assignment like you are making the rolls for for dinner so it doesn't have to be like huge but you know just something new that you're you're wanting to improve on so a new recipe is something or um or a musical instrument Mm -hmm. um do you play a musical instrument I do I play piano is, is piano like your, That's like, great. I knew that about you. I must have known that about you. Mm-hmm. I have just never heard you play. So I'm inviting you over to my house right now <laughs> to sit down at my piano and put it to good use because uh, that's my favorite. Pressure. Anyone who sits down at my piano, oh, I love it. I love it's, it. I tell my son. So we have a piano rule in our house, particularly because I abandoned the piano and regret it every day since. And I've totally lost that skill. But we had a rule that... Um, our kids had to take piano until they were 16 or till we could open up this one songbook and they could play any song. What the heck? That's the rule. This is your rule? Yeah. I'm hardcore. Dang. I told my son, <laughs> though, intense. the ladies love yes, a do. dude who can play the piano. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. So it's really no, carried seriously. us through. Carried us through. I've always you know what else I, like I realized? Lesson. Another skill that I have um, gained mm-hmm. is, so we've talked about before, um, my Jameson has ADHD and that has been, I always joke that I have a PhD in like ADHD and Not Jameson. Not a joke. Not a joke. Because I really do. That has yeah. taken so much effort yeah. to cultivate a knowledge mm-hmm. of um, ADHD in general and then mm-hmm. how it relates to my son and then I've read so many studies in medical journals of things that can help, mm-hmm. and it's kind of been awesome. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like a little piece of that, I don't know, not a void because I don't have a void, but it, it just fills that little piece of you that wants to gain new, new knowledge, right? It is right? a piece of you, and it very much is. And I, I never answered your question. I actually can't think of anything really profound. I'm, I'm actually wondering, should I, be, should I be learning more? But I know this goes back. It bounces in the opposite direction for what you were saying, Laurie, because I agree with you. Like some of my favorite like moments of woo is when I really figured something out in the kitchen or when I tap back into my mom teaching me how to make something and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but starting and running a business Whoa. has probably been the biggest learning experience of my life. And I love it. And it's hard. And it's really hard. And it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And it's wonderful. Right. <laughs> it's all of those things. And I just, I, as you asked the question that I didn't see coming, I was like, man, I, uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't, I don't have some problem to fix mm-hmm. or something that I've got to figure out or something that I'm learning about, even if it's an interpersonal relationship thing. Right. You know, it could be nothing technical and more like learning and figuring out how that person learns or how that person perceives things and figuring that out you know I just it's it's a lot of work and I'm lumping that into something that's bigger like starting and running a company is a big thing but I tell you what in 2018 2019 this is a day and age where a lot of people who never you know 30 years would have thought of it anyone can start a business Mm -hmm. really if you wanted to you can start a business absolutely and 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 buckle up buckle up if you're really going to take it somewhere. Well, and that's what came to my mind is you're like, oh, I'm not learning anything. I thought, are you kidding me? You created, you know, this company 
And you're learning every single every day, day because it's not yeah. a stagnant thing that like, oh, I have the formula figured out and away mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. No, you're changing that formula, redirecting, shifting. I mean, you're really doing learning just almost like a whole new industry all the time. Yeah, it feels like that. And I think what my realization is as we're talking is maybe the thought is more along the lines of a lot of my learning. Most of my learning feels like it's um, continuing education. Continuing yes. education. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it feels it feels like so much of so many of those eggs are in the business basket of my mm-hmm. life. And so I I'm already feeling ins- you just bringing up the doodling class makes me feel inspired about what's the fun thing that's not work related mm-hmm. that is a different kind of learning. And I already know my answer if you want to know it. Oh, I want to know. I am so excited to learn more about home decorating. And that's that awesome. sounds really um, it sounds materialistic cause you know, it's things, but I really, I, I, I think that I have a good eye. I think that I'm a, I am a designer at heart. And so this can't be too hard. Right. But there are so many principles that I don't yet know that I'm hungry to learn mm-hmm. about how to create spaces so that things flow. You said right. I mean, more of the educational part of like learning, mm-hmm. not just like which picture to put on the wall and which couch to, it's not, right. it's mm-hmm. not just that. Right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling inspired already. Do you know what I want to learn? Tell me. I want to learn how to fold a fitted sheet. I can teach you. I have been taught like six times. I am flunking the class every time. Can I try with you? I really would love it because I really have tried so many times and been taught by so many people. I'm a really smart individual. Okay. I can't get it, dude. I don't know what you've tried, but I will try teaching you my method that I learned from Martha Stewart about 30 years ago. Okay, maybe 15. And it works. Okay. I'm just. I I'm feel just like saying. this needs to be an Instagram post. I'm just I, saying. Okay. We're, okay. We're gonna make it happen. I just Go want ahead. to just upfront ask okay. for your like love and, and patience? prayers because <laughs> I <laughs> have tried. This is something I have tried and failed at, and not to like toot my own horn, but. I'm a pretty darn good homemaker. Yeah, like, you are. I really have put a lot of effort into learning these skills. Like I a ate lot. Her pork chops last night. They were delicious. I didn't even know how to boil water going into my marriage. You're so amazing. like, look at how much I learned. have learned so much. The fitted sheet is like my Achilles heel. Well, I can't wait to see if I might change your life. I'm going to try. <sighs> That's going to be okay, so good. So Laurie, give us some other ideas. Cause we've, we've been talking about some different specific ways that we can learn, but mm-hmm. what are some other ideas that you have for like what learning could mean to lots of people? It could be skills for a job, a new hobby, um, you can learn about other cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about a musical instrument, a new language, or um, tips to improve skills in a sport you love. I love that. And um, we also talked about cooking. Yes, I love it. cooking for sure. Well, it's- why the heck wouldn't anyone do this? I mean, seriously, I know. we know it brings us happiness. Yeah. It helps to fulfill you. It helps in other areas of your life. So what do you think are some challenges that hold people back when they're talking about learning a new skill? I think the biggest one is time. Like we all yeah. just feel like we're spread thin. Um, we just don't have enough time. We've got to put all of our time into our family or into our job. And, and going back to the doodling class, like really it can be as little as 20 minutes a day and you would be surprised uh, Mm -hmm. just putting those 20 minutes. It's like, I don't know if you've heard the analogy of the penny, like which penny just doesn't, it's not, it's not that Valuable. Valuable. You think it's just a penny. But over time, as you're adding those pennies, it adds up to something. So that's the same thing with that 20 minutes, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. a day. 
I may turn out a decent doodle someday. So well, I bet you are master. Well, and I've I've got to say, even twenty minutes can intimidate people. I have found that if I even open my scriptures for Mm -hmm. five minutes. And that is all, like literally just five minutes to read maybe just a few verses or a chapter in the scriptures. I I learn, I feel, I grow. Not every single time am I having like these major epiphanies, but I feel smarter doing it. Mm-hmm. I feel better doing it. I feel more connected with myself through doing that. And now we're talking about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Who can't do something for five minutes? Well, And maybe not even putting like a time thing on it because with the scriptures sure. in particular – you know, there have been many times in my life where I'm like, I don't have a minute to shower, much less do anything else. And so the goal at that point was don't put a time limit. Don't even say I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Just say I'm going to do it. I'm going to, even if it's for 10 seconds, Mm -hmm. just the act of like switching gears and doing that really helped me because it it gave me an expectation that I could fulfill, right? Ah, Of just switching over. Yeah. And let's be honest, if you guys are anything like me, I find it really, really hard to take time away from my kids, my husband, my job, my family, yeah. whatever, to spend time on myself. Yep. And so I think that that can be a serious challenge. That's a setback too, for yeah. sure. Yep. And then don't you think also that people um, might feel like a lack of confidence? Or oh, for sure. Is, do you they feel think, like that's – I don't know what you guys think about that in terms of if I it's agree. common or – I think that so many times we think, oh, I'd really like to do that, but I'm not good at that. And that's just mm-hmm. the end of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So going back to my doodling experience, you guys, I cannot draw. I do not have an artistic bone in my body. But it was something that I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. And I was going through and learning like the skills, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. learning the tools. And I could actually like draw something that mm-hmm. I was kind of proud of. So, and, and I, something that I love about Tara is that she's really open about her own journey and she does amazing, amazing artwork and lettering. And she's talked about that she was not always that way. And she actually has a new podcast, um, mm-hmm. Tara from Rad and Happy. And I listened to, I think, have you been listening to her podcast? I haven't listened oh to my it gosh. yet. Okay. So she actually walks through her whole story. Um, I think it was her second episode, episode two, literally, and I think it is called the Rad and Happy Podcast, if I'm not wrong. We'll make sure that we link to everything that we're talking about in the show notes. Um, but she talks about her journey, and she was really not great, really, truly not mm-hmm. great at anything like this earlier in her years. And the fact that she is now teaching it, teaching online classes, um, you're not the only one I've heard of taking that doodling class. I know that Carrie's gifted it to her daughter I've been mm-hmm. thinking about gifting it to my daughter like it's just a really and and look where she look what her background is right yeah so I think so many times that we just discount ourselves like we don't give ourselves enough credit mm-hmm. to think that okay I don't know it now but I have the capability to yeah. learn it I had a recent experience um that I just remembered um so I mentioned piano Like that was a, that's kind of a candle that got hidden under the bushel. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's a talent that I used to, as a teenager, I would sit and I would play endlessly, right? And I would just make up songs or I would read sheet music or whatever. And I was no like concert pianist by any means, but I was decent enough that I could pick up a, you know, a sheet music and read and, and play. Well, the time has gone by and for sure I don't have that talent anymore. Well, a Christmas or two ago, when the hashtag light the world campaign was shared and there were all these videos at Christmas time that had the same song, but it was played differently Mm -hmm. and it was all for light the world. Something sparked my interest and listening to that, I'm like, I can play that. 
I can figure that out. And there's no sheet music for it. It's just, so by listening to it and by sitting my behind on that piano bench and just fiddling with the keys, I, I know how to play the song. <gasps> I taught myself. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, last Christmas. And so it's, it's just one of those things that this reminds me of your doodling. This is so unrelated to my work. This is so unrelated to any of my typical skill sets that I'm using on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But when I sit down and just play The Rose, which is my favorite, like, first song that I ever learned how to play. Oh, Napoleon. What? Napoleon Dynamite. What? That's in Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. I did know that. (sighs) Next time you play it, I'll do the dancing. Oh. Oh, (laughs) The lyrical. That is another Instagram video that needs to happen. The lyrical sign language. But I I love that it it totally is something so different. But my point in bringing it up now is because I, I, I don't consider myself a pianist. We have a piano because I have great hopes of Weston Prophet coming and sitting down on one. But it, literally, we have it because we love anyone who can play. But I dropped that ball with my kids and we tried music with all of them and none of them liked it and, you know, whatever. But I, instead of just thinking, well, I'm just not a piano player, I just sat down and I just started doing it. And it took my brain off of all of the stresses of the world and I figured out how to play a song. Anyone can do anything. I think that we do doubt ourselves too much and it's just a matter of prioritizing and and making that something that we just choose to do, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like, and we need to get over ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I would, you know, shy away from say, I don't know, folding a fitted sheet because <laughs> I failed at it so many times. I'm going to change Seriously though, it's kind of the one thing that I really drives me nuts. Not but, anymore. Um, it's but seriously, change. though, you get in your headspace and yes. nobody wants to fail. And so when you convince yourself that you're a failure at something before you've even started, you're setting yourself up for it's true. some negative thought patterns. And, and then it's going to deter you from taking that little action of just yeah. starting. Yeah. Well, get isn't over it yourself. funny? Like, I think that as a mom, if my kids talked like that, like, oh, I can't yeah. do it without even trying, I'd be mm-hmm. like, wait, what? But, like, we, we do it. like that in right. our home. Come right. on. You're awesome. But we to ourselves, this. we're totally like, yeah, I can't do that. And, right. And that's true. the end of it. That is really um, true. I'm so glad that we talked through some of these hurdles that people face because I, I agree with all of them. We need to knock that off. Is totally. what we need to do. Oh, for sure. Okay, so what suggestions do you have if people are like, okay, I want to learn something, regardless of what it is, what are some actionable things that you would suggest? Okay, so like I think the most obvious answer is the classroom, right? So going like to physically your physically being in a right, classroom. Okay, so you can um, like okay. your community college right. uh, where you live is always a good place to check because you know their tuition is really surprisingly low Mm -hmm. and so you can go take a class there there's a lot of of universities and community colleges that do online Mm -hmm. classes now too so if you can't can't physically be there um if you work for a company you might check into tuition reimbursement Mm -hmm. Um, when i worked at the hospital they had tuition reimbursement if you were taking a class that applied to Mm -hmm. your area that you were working in uh, so one of the things I did is I took a Spanish class which I had taken Spanish before but I kind of needed that refresher right. and since I live in New Mexico we had a lot of Spanish speaking patients so I was able to take a Spanish class to help me in my job and then my company reimbursed That's me so the tuition. Smart. It makes a lot of sense. I've done that a few times mm-hmm. where if somebody needed to learn a skill that was very directly involved or related to the work that they needed to do why would I not want to cover something that would help enhance their skills, which then benefits the company? So right. mm-hmm. don't exactly. look at me like that, Becky Profit. <laughs> I didn't know you were taking I, that Instagram. I am your Instagram teacher. I can teach you all the things about Instagram. I know, but 
I like a diversified education. And you're a little <laughs> little short on the old time. I don't want to put anything else on your plate. I know I was looking at Laurie like, do you think our boss would reimburse <laughs> right? us for a hint, hint, a rat and happy doodling class? Because that's awesome. <laughs> Okay, what else besides the classroom? I do love that. Reading. I love to read, you guys. Ah. Reading is like my thing. I read almost every single night. And um, so one thing, like I I kind of stick to my like like my comfort reading, like my my fiction. I like like certain genre. Like my certain like I love um, historical fiction, like World War Two. My husband always makes fun of me and is like, are you reading another sad book? But like, I just, I love that time period. But it's your, I mean, if it brings you alive and makes you feel things and right. yeah, then yeah, yeah. yeah. But something that's helped me kind of get out of that rut of just reading the same thing is um, a book club. I have a book club with some friends oh, and it's like nice Like an to, in-person book club yeah. where you guys like physically sit in a room and we discuss do. books. Yeah. So we that's decide so like. That's right there. I love right? it. I'm such a nerd, guys. I love it. Such no. a nerd. I mean, yes. It's like nerd <laughs> in the best possible way. So, like I would totally do that too. I am such a reader as well. I've yeah. been my whole life, and you need I to just exchange oh, I ideas for books. You really right? should. That's so good. What's your favorite genre? So I go back and forth. Okay. So like, there's really nothing I don't like. I love historical fiction because okay. there's that added piece of um, learning about a culture or a time period in a very real way through through a fictional character. I think that that is really cool. And I've read some awesome historical fictions that have really like broadened my perspective on some things but really I like everything like I remember as a child reading the cereal box reading the like Mm. shampoo bottle like reading Mm -hmm. I just love reading you're a reader Mm -hmm. my favorite genre I I I wish that it had a different name because I'm like oh it sounds a little corny but it's Mm self-help I love self-help books business related books yeah any sort of you know anything that helps me be a better version of myself Mm -hmm. but then I you know I don't know what other term to use in self-help and quite honestly this podcast would be categorized as Mm self-help like that's just the category that I lean toward because I love personal progress I like progressing and learning and growing and being a better version of myself. And I've always admired, though, I will say this, because you're not my only friend that's like, that just the reading is just ingrained in you. But, and it really is. It's, the, it's fiction and it's other things that aren't necessarily what I gravitate toward. And I always think, I wish I were more like that. I wish I would. But then I realize, well, but I don't have to be. Like, we're mm-hmm. so individual. And the things that I'm interested in are because I'm uniquely different than right. someone right. else. And so I'm going to gravitate toward the things that I like. And they will, they, mm-hmm. they will gravitate toward yeah, what, what they, they will, they, anyway, so I just admire it though. That's Do you know, what's interesting about like the self-help books. Cause I know exactly what you're talking about is there's a lot of business books. So not really, I don't know, self-betterment books. I don't know, sure. but my husband is also very much into those. And so we kind of have like a little marital reading club at times where we'll read like um books concurrently Uh and his picks he doesn't Mm -hmm. really so much like the fiction ones for him if he's gonna sit down and read he wants like a pen and a paper and some actionable items and nice he's my oh he's so great i love that you can join our book club if you want (gasps) can i can be the three of us or would you like into we're gonna read some good some good business books. I he love has it. some good recommendations. I love that. So honestly, um, since we are talking about reading and before we move on, I will say also that my some of my favorite reading experiences were because David and I did 
yeah like together we read the same book mm-hmm. and in more recent years because we love audiobooks mm-hmm. we will listen and because we like to listen say on road trips yeah in the car what happens with the kids well they're gonna listen to what we're listening to and so to this day indoctrinating them when they can't escape. I know. seriously well one of the most fun books that we read was the help me out here with the name of it is it what's it called um chip and joanna's book magnolia oh, what was it um, oh come on we'll link to it in the show notes but come on what's the book Ah, the, the Magnolia story. Yeah, yes, it yes, is the Magnolia yes. story. Joanna, I want you to know that I was the one who remembered that. Joanna, you're welcome. We love you so much, and Chip, we love you guys. Anyway, did you get that scrapbook I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I made him a photo book through the Project Life app, and I sent it. And I just one day I think they're going to just look back at those pages and go, "We really should invite Becky over. It's probably time. <laughs> probably time it's to probably have her over for dinner." <laughs> Anyway, so we re- we listened to it in the car. Well, okay, this was a few years ago. It was pretty like when the book was brand new, maybe a couple years ago. Cruz still talks about that that Magnolia book. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Chip and Joe, Mom? Remember Chip and Joe? How they were talking about blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, you are the cutest. Aww. Like the he fact calls that- them their first name. Like right. they're on a first name basis. Oh heck yeah! I mean, they're going to invite us over to dinner. I'm yes, saying so. <laughs> yeah, okay, going to be fine. We can move on. So <laughs> so reading, great idea. What else? How are some other ways that we can learn online? Like we. We are so blessed with the internet and there are so many things out there that we can learn. I mean, we have the BH Classroom. There's also that. Right? I love the BH Classroom. Classroom.beckyhiggins.com. <laughs> love it. What are some other ones? Um, some other ones, um, Rad and Happy, we mentioned. Um, there's another website called um, Craftsy.com mm-hmm. and it's a good one. Actually, one of my friends gifted a class from there on learning to bake bread. Was not oh, Carrie, but a different that's one. Cool. Oh, um, and so you can take all sorts of online classes like for baking, cooking, for quilting, I'm doing a social sewing. media one right now, like yeah. we yeah. talked about mm-hmm. before. There's just mm-hmm. there's really so much. Sky is the limit. Anything that you want to learn. My kids and um, my husband love YouTube because I mean oh YouTube. Gosh. There's Mine so much on too. there. Right? Oh my gosh, there's so much. There's that a you channel can learn. there called Five Minute Crafts that okay. Lucy oh, sits at yep. all yep. the day long. It's actually quite entertaining. She will sit there and just make craft upon craft mm-hmm. upon craft. The other day, she put hot glue dots on the bottom of my chopping board. Chopping <gasps> board is that what's called? Uh, cutting board? board? Cutting, cutting board. board. Thank okay. you. I'm like, chopping board is not right. Anyway, she found that on Five Minute Crafts, and I'll be darned if those dots don't help that thing to not slide. Oh, I'm telling you what, it was genius. That it was a genius. hot glue gun craft. I don't know. No, they do a lot of hot glue based crafts. Yeah, for sure. But you know how many. T- okay, so back to running a business. That is how we figured out how to run a business in the beginning in terms of getting our product on Amazon. No way. We looked it up. And when I say we, I mean David. <laughs> I mean, crew. David, yeah. And and there's actually, we could talk for days about the things that David has loved to research on YouTube about a skill that he needed to figure out for a thing that he was fixing or building or Mm -hmm. it's just endless. And people, this is what I love about humankind. People are just sharing what they know. Right. And what they love. Yeah. And And when when they love something, it makes it that much more fun to learn from them. Like my, my boys and my husband have been learning magic card tricks oh I love that I love that and so it's just funny because my husband will master a trick and then he'll do it for the boys then they'll try to figure out what he's done and so you know it doesn't have to be anything like super big and amazing like starting a company but magic tricks and bonding with your kids I was gonna say bonding is happening like you can't do stuff like that and not bond and that's Mm -hmm. so great okay something just popped into my head that I actually really learned that I'm quite proud of okay so over the summer 
my husband was with my boys at scout camp and I like to do things when he is not home because I have like this little like feminist like strong lady inside of me that's like I want to figure this out when you're not here so you can't help me and I'm gonna like show you it's like when the dog brings in a dead rabbit or something like when Taylor (laughs) comes out on business trips I'm like look what I've done look what I did while you were gone and so I decided because if you knew Taylor you'd be like he doesn't need to be oh not even in the least yeah it's totally something inside me that I just like to figure things out like I just think it's really I don't know. Fun, I guess. No, that is part of you. I've learned that about right? you pretty quickly. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre, but it's neat. It's great. uniquely me, I guess. You love learning. So I there's a website called AnnaWhite.com, and what it is is it's it's like plans for you to create like pottery barn, crate and barrel furniture out of two by fours yes. and whatever else you call raw wood. Yeah. So I downloaded the plans for this um, bedding set yep. from I don't know somewhere. Oh, Crate and Barrel, I think. And I took the plans to Home Depot, got all the wood chopped, and me and my daughters, while they were at scout camp, built bunk beds. Yeah, you did. And I'm not kidding you. I taught myself how to use saws and a Craig jig. Huh? Amazing. And we totally put that little stinker together, and we were so proud. Me and the girls were like, look. Look what we well, did while you were amazing. gone. It looks amazing. And I'm going to link a picture standing. in show notes because yes. I think you're going to like them. And well, I'll really also link the plans. Actually. But I'm telling you, it was so fun. Yeah. And it makes me feel like now I can build a house. Well. <laughs> which I can't, but in my head I could. Basically you can. So one more way that you can learn is through box kits. So you guys are all familiar with subscription boxes. Those are like the big thing, right? Love those. So one thing that my boys have been doing is um, a company called Bitsbox. Okay. And they are learning to code. So it... I it's love a delivery. That. Wait, I need this in my life. I mean, not for me. I don't want to learn that. Hey, but I you can learn. They have a child. I want to. I don't want to learn coding. But, but like crew, crew oh would love yeah, it. But you better believe when crew learns, he's going to well, teach you all learned. about crew it. Crew is coding. He's done something for this, him. I didn't think I. I don't think I knew that there was a subscription box. It's yeah. all based. Okay, tell me more. So you can decide like how often it's delivered to you, okay. and then they get um, a little binder, and then every month or three months or whatever you choose, mm-hmm. they deliver deliver a little packet of lessons that goes into your binder and it tells you how to code and what's so cool about it is that they can make their own games on the computer that they can transfer to their ipod touches or whatever and play with the games that they have made and it teaches them how to customize it love it so that's been super cool because I'm always pushing them. I'm like, you guys want to learn to code because that's like the <laughs> yes. language of the future. No, that's so, for real. So that's been really cool. Oh, um, I love that. Other ideas are like cooking subscriptions, yes. like yep. for for kids or even like if you think about like HelloFresh or those mm-hmm. kinds of things mm-hmm. that are designed to just help make your life easy. They're right. actually teaching you yes. new ways to cook. It's so true. So I actually subscribed to HelloFresh and I started when I was in treatment last year because I was just sick and needed needed it done easily. But it's interesting because my husband, who is amazing at everything, I think we've talked about this. Like he, he sucks can't boil water. at cooking <laughs> so bad. And HelloFresh has been a blessing because it gives you instructions and pictures and everything measured out. And 
I'll be darned if he can't cook a pretty good HelloFresh meal. That's kind of oh, awesome. Let him go. Good I know, together. but it's been great. And there, another one I want to bring up is Radish Kids, which mm-hmm. we actually <laughs> featured in episode 10 about gift giving. Yes. Um, yep. And this is kind of Sorry a for kid's coffee, version. <laughs> the cool thing I like about Radish is as you get your monthly kit, and I think you can even get like a six-month subscription, like it's not a huge commitment, but... It comes with a new cooking tool. So like I know, it's so it'll cute. come one of them had like a recipe for a pie and two appetizers and then it came with like a pie what is that called? Like the triangular yes. serving. I want to say server? a pie fork and that's pie not right. That's server. not right. Pie spatula? Pie. spatula? Pie thing. It came with the pie thing. So if you have the subscription, as they get it, your kids are like gathering their little like cooking tool set. And just to remind you guys, if you go um, to our link in our Instagram at Cultivate a Good Life, we actually have a discount code for Radish Kids going on right now, and it's fifty percent off your first month. One five or five zero. Five a settle. What? I know. My four-year-old would love that. She loves to cook. Yeah. So the so. code is Becky, by the way. Code is Becky, and you get 50% off. But yeah. I'm telling you what, those things are fun. And yeah, we'll make sure that sure. we include that in the show notes as well. This and is then, another reminder. I mean, just as yeah. a side note, if mm-hmm. you get your kids really hooked on Radish Kids and the coating, they could cook you dinner and, <laughs> and like pay for the rest make of your life. Out. And That's pay right. for your life. I mean, just a thought, you guys. Really Sold. thinking ahead. Beginning right. with the end in mind, as we like to say here, cultivate a good life. Exactly. Always and forever. So I'm going to leave you guys with just one last thought. And this is a quote from Albert Einstein. And it, he said, once you stop learning, you start dying. Hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, evolution is the key. And if we're not evolving, we are going in the opposite direction. So I, I love, thanks Einstein for that. Right. That's a good quote right there. Thank you, Laurie. Thanks for imparting your knowledge on with sharing with us and for sharing these ideas. I, I'm, I don't know if it'll be doodling that I take up or if I'm really going to like turn to sheet music again or what, but I'm. And maybe it doesn't even matter what the what is. Maybe it's is just true. that it's something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you again to all of you who were here sharing with us. I mean, you were feeling things and we don't even know what you were feeling and thinking, but you've got ideas. So run with those ideas. Think about them. Um, let, let them kind of noodle around in your mind and, and then do something about it. Right. Like, I think that would be the key is like, you get those impressions. Mm -hmm. Don't let them go. Think about it and then just go. Um, And guys, I've decided I'm going to let Becky let, you know, teach me how to fold a fitted sheet. Okay. And I also, I kind of want to know what you guys, I want to know some of your ideas having to do with how you're going to continue being a learner, a lifetime learner. So send us your ideas, send us pictures, send us what you're doing. Email us at podcast at beckyhiggins.com. I always want to say cultivate a good life. I know. Podcast at beckyhiggins.com or uh, DM us at our Instagram at Cultivate a Good Life, because I really want to know we all of your awesome you. ideas. Yeah, we always love hearing from you guys. And thank you again to Spotted Owl Avenue. I mean, here's a girl who got a laser cutter thing, right? Mm-hmm. And figured out how to like She taught herself design programs. Right, which is cool. And she could have just kept that to herself. But mm-hmm. we're blessed because these letter ledges are amazing. They're so fun. Mm-hmm. And because she shared her talents, she's imparting her knowledge on... Way you know, to go, Holly. I know. You rule. It's so cool. So just make sure that you check her out. And again, that, that code at checkout is Becky10, and that will get you 10% off. And everything that we've talked about will be in the show notes as well. So on that note... Go off and learn and take over the world, guys. We love you. Okay. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.
This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 19. Learning's my favorite. <laughs> okay, wait, I'm gonna try it. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. <laughs> I can do this. Are you ready to be a little smarter than the day before? <laughs> That's not what I said. Just not what I said. <laughs> you sure that can't work? Do okay. I sound like Phoebe from Friends? Oh. <gasps> That's what Carrie and I were talking about when she had her like her sexy raspy voice. No, I don't remember that. I'm sorry. How was that clearing your throat? (coughs) Just getting a little. But you did it in a sing song way. I actually don't know why I'm raising my hand. (laughs) That was more. That was more like yes, yes. You, the girl in the back. I don't know. Let's just do it differently, you guys. It's not you. It's me. I just want. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say either. Let me try it again. Thanks for liking us. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like us? I hope so. If you come back time after time not liking us, maybe Check the you box. should really consider your time skills because that's <laughs> okay. Good. We're gonna try this again. Okay. 